Hello, Wade Cox here, and welcome to the Ski with Wade podcast. I've been involved with this sport of water skiing for over 40 years now. I was fortunate enough to be a professional, and now I'm a full-time water ski coach. Today's guest and I will be talking about water skiing. We'll also be talking a little bit about travel and maybe a little about life as well. Thanks for joining us today. Ski with Wade, cut more rope. Hey, welcome guys. This is the second Ski with Wade podcast. We're here in Farmer City, Illinois. Just finished day three of the Future Champ Camp. And we actually got all the campers here. Our first studio audience, so to speak. Live interaction coming on, on your way. So first of all, I want to thank the sponsor, the Liquid Edge. You guys got to check this place out. It's a full-service pro shop, man. They got everything you can imagine. Then they got Mastercrafts. They got Ski Nautiques. Even better than that, they got their own lake out the back. So it's just like the coolest place to hang out. And uh, if you're ever in the Midwest, this is your spot. Also, go and check out my website, skiwithwade.com. You can see my Ski With Wade tour dates, like we are here at the Future Champ Camp. And then you can also check out my merchandise. We got tees, stickers, slalom Bibles, hoodies, socks, sunscreen. We also have HO Syndicate product. I'm a dealer and uh, we'll have some links so you can get through to order some stuff. You can leave me a message in the meantime at skiwithwade at gmail.com. So, hey, we're hanging out here in the ski shack. This is sort of my home away from home. It's this little tiny house that was actually built by the people on the show Lake Life on DIY Network. So it was really cool. I was actually here when they were building it, and they did. They really built this place in a week, and it was totally cool, and then built a, a big dock around it. So you got, like, stadium viewing over the Psalm course. Sort of, you got to check it out. You get a beer and, you know, see for your own eyes. So I've been coming here for about 15 years this is my fourth year of doing the Future Champ Camp. So our first guest had the benefit of being one of my guinea pigs, him and his brother from another mother that's going to be coming up. His name is Holden Beinhauer. He's 18 years old. He's from Naperville, Illinois. And sort of when I put my free ski drills and sort of my tactics to work on a, on a Scooby New, so to speak, Holden then was running maybe 15, 32 solid, maybe running 34 on his best day headwind, you know, with a little swerve driving, you know. So we sort of broke it down because his little running man, Ty, took about the worst header ever known to man. I mean, it was as bad as any professional crash I'd ever seen. So anyway, we started working through Holden and Holden went from sort of 15, 32 to running 32 off at 35, 36 miles an hour within just a matter of, of a few weeks. It was quite impressive because just in a matter of a few days, he went from 1532 to running 28 off at 36. I'd never really seen anything like it. So uh, as we did on our starter podcast, number one, we did five questions, sort of, I referred to my man, Dave in Australia. So each of these eight are going to have a question. Holden leading it off, being the oldest. Let's hear what you got to ask, Holden. Thanks for the intro, Wade. My question is, 
What was the toughest obstacle that you faced during your career and what did you do to overcome it? Well, I guess it would probably be when I broke my leg. I was 16. I was skiing down in Jack Travers and I was trying to break Sammy Duvall's boys jump record. And instead of breaking the record, I tied it and then I broke my leg. You know, that was sort of a, a, I went from, you know, 183, 184 pounds to 149 pounds. And I was white as a ghost leaving the, the hospital. So yeah, that, and maybe I had a few more injuries, a few more maybe setbacks along the way, but I'd say that was definitely the toughest. That's a good question, Holden. So next on our list is my man, downtown Ethan Brown from Lake St. Louis, Missouri. I've been skiing with him and his older sister for quite a few years. What's the name of the place you guys have worked at? Then Isaiah's Run, yeah. right? Down in sort of South Central Missouri. It's a really cool ski venue. And so Ethan here is quite the accomplished trick skier, as well as you got to see my man on the trampoline too, doing like some twisty flippy deals. And he is the Missouri State Slalom Champ. Yeah, congrats on that, Ethan. Ethan, what's your question today? My question is, when did you first realize that making it pro was a possibility for you? Hmm, Well, I guess right before I did break my leg, I was 16 uh, and I got to go to uh, the Mooma Masters and I got to fly down to Australia and I got to ski in the, the pro division of the slalom and the pro division of the trick. And then I jumped in the night jump, which is scary as all get out, jumping in the dark on the Yarra River. But that's another story. But uh, I made actually the trick final. It was my first pro final that I ever made was a trick final. Got beat by Mike Hazelwood, Rob's uncle. And I was like, wow, that was kind of neat. So uh, anyway, uh, after that, I said I broke my leg later that year and I was convinced that I was going to get back and I was going to be on that Coors Light Pro Water Ski Tour like my heroes, you know, Bob LaPointe, Carl Bears, you know, Sammy Duvall. So no, good question, Ethan. So next on the list, we have Miss Lexi Mishler from Milford, Indiana. Skis on Camelot Lake, place I've skied quite a bit. It's very cool. I did a few different clinics over there probably before you were born because Lexi's 15. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Lexi's got her little sister here who will be up in a few, but Lexi did something last year that is very, very unique. She was the girls two national slalom champion. And that's cool. Woo! Big round of applause there. Cause, cause that's cool to be once you're a gold medalist, you got that for life. So she's quite the accomplished skier and also a swimmer right? And basketball player. So, so good stuff, Lexi. What's your question today? My question is, how did you cope or bounce back from your injury? Well, we talked about that one big one. I had the leg break, but I had ankle sprains, a shoulder dislocation. And each time it was really about, and Miss Lexi, I heard you say in the boat, because you get a bit of a sore back right now that right now is the time that you need to sort of heal and get better make sure we're doing things better on the water so we don't get hurt again. So that was sort of a couple of my crashes early on. I was diving for buoys, stupid, you know, dive for, now now you twist your ankle up. So now not only did you do something stupid and dive for a buoy when you didn't even have a chance, but now you have an injury. So that was sort of little things. And then, but the rest off the water and then getting your body strong, 
that's really the key. And we saw Ty last year. He hurt his shoulder, right? And, man, he trained, rehabbed, rested, worked on his drills. Then he came back a changed man. You know, it was very cool. Great question, Lexi. So next, actually, we have Ty, who we were just talking about. He's the owner or heir to the throne here at the Liquid Edge. And I've been here since Ty's 14 now. I was here sort of year he was born and been here ever since. And Ty did something last year, sort of like Lexi did. But Ty's was maybe even a little more special. He got his first medal ever at the National Water Ski Championships down in West Palm Beach. He stood on the podium, got him a medal. Man, that's a special feeling because my first medal wasn't a gold or a silver or bronze. It was a fourth, and I was, like, so happy that I got that medal. So, so no, I was so proud of you. I felt like your dad. So, hey, Ty, what's your question today? Today I want to ask, what was your greatest joy when coaching? Mm, that's a good question. I tell you what, we just talked about yours. I'll talk about you guys here in the room when little Miss Julie – who's coming up to speak uh, in a couple when she won her nationals was the same when Miss Lexi won hers, same when you got your medal last year. It was as if I got the medal as well, and it was really cool. Once I went off to coach a whole bunch of club ball travel lacrosse, then I got to sort of experience that joy through the kids ripping it up. So, yeah, that got to be uh, super motivational, but sort of, I guess my first accomplishment was who's actually not here. They've been here three years in a row was when my little man, Jack Keenig won the nationals just before Julie did, or maybe just after, but I'd already been skiing with Jack for three years where when, when I, when Julie won hers, I'd only been skiing with her for three months. So great question, Ty, because I certainly become emotionally attached to you guys. Speaking of that, I'm becoming sort of emotionally attached to this little fellow. His name is Charlie Cross. He's a 13-year-old from Champion Lake, Indiana. And there's a whole bunch of water skiing going on around the edge of Indianapolis, around the Beltway or the Loop, as they say. And I was fortunate enough to win the Pro Tour there quite a few times. I was like, Indy's like my home. So he is Growing up in some great footsteps there, and and my man Charlie has already been the meet Midwest Regional Slalom Champ. So if you if you're aware of United States is divided up in five regions, we're up here in the Midwest, and we're dealing with some champions from Champion Lake, Indiana. Charlie Cross, what's your question? What was the atmosphere like on the Pro Tour back in the '80s and '90s when it was big? It was sort of. Maybe when you go to a college basketball game and you want to get there early and you want to see the whole thing and when you leave, you don't want it to end. And so I was able to go to, it's called Champion Lake in Shreveport, Louisiana. We talked about when I was hurt, when I was 16, I got to watch. My dad said, it was only a couple hours down the road. It was July of that summer. My dad said, hey, you want to jump in the car and go watch this pro tour? I said, yeah. And so I got to see Carl and Sammy and Bob, the guys I was talking about. And I'm sitting there on crutches and I'm sweating and I'm skinny. But I was watching that going, man, this is so cool. There's lines waiting 
people to get in and you could see cars parked way down the road. There would literally be thousands of people. Sometimes it was maybe three, four, five thousand people that would be there sort of from end gate to end gate, if you will, in that sort of 800-foot span. We talked about Indianapolis already. St. Louis was another one. Minneapolis, Sacramento, those are just fantastic, fun tour stops that, like I said, and when you were in it, like like going to a motocross event, you know, you see all these people and they're all having a good time. And then you're like, man, I get to go out there, you know, and do this. So yeah, it was really special. And so, you know, nowadays you guys got the junior masters, junior US Open, the nationals, you guys got some great events that are sort of those same platforms that will present themselves if you get to move on to that next level. Yeah, good stuff, Charlie. All right, next we have Miss Julie Mishler. We already talked with their older sister, Lexi. So, as we mentioned, from Camelot Lake, Indiana, Miss Julie did something really, really special, fairly unique. I saw her on a Friday at the very first annual Wade Cox Open here at the Liquid Edge, and I watched Julie and her big sister, Lexi, the, the day before on the Friday, and I said, hey, Julie, why don't you try changing your grip? She had what we call a backwards grip. So she changes her grip. And I said, well, depending on what you want to do when you ski in the tournament tomorrow, you may want to just try your old grip because they were going to ski with me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday after the event. So it's Saturday morning. I was actually announcing the event and Julie comes off the dock with her brand new grip. And I'm like, that's a trooper right there. She's already going, you know what? It's better dad. Her and her dad fill out a chat. He said, all right, well, if you think it's better, it's better then. And she goes, no, I know it's better. Three months later, she won. Girls won at the 2017 U.S. National Water Ski Championships. And that was a very cool deal for me. Same as same year as our man Jack won. So I sort of had the double victory that year. Both girls won uh, and boys won. So Julie's getting better and better. In fact, last year you were silver medalist. To your big sister at the nationals, right? Or are you bronze? Yeah, you got third place, right? Already in the in the big girls category. So probably gonna be the favorite this year. I can't wait. Uh, Bennett's down in Zach, Louisiana is gonna host the nationals in August. I'm looking forward to it. So, Miss Julie, our 13-year-old national champ, what's your question? My question is: have you always skied for HO? All right. Now, old school people might know this. Like my man, Marcus Brown, we are two peas out of the same pod that we both grew up skiing on Kidder, and then we both eventually switched to HO Skis, which is also Syndicate is uh, another brand under the HO umbrella. I switched when I was 18, and then we launched the Syndicate brand in maybe 04, and then we were looking for some you know, some new troopers. And yeah, we recruited Marcus, Will, John Travers. Yeah, Jamie Bull. So it's been a really fun deal building this. And actually, a lot of you guys are already riding syndicate. So very cool. Good question, Julie. So next, we have another owner of the lake here. Her name is Kayla Meeker. She's eight years old. And she's already a tournament veteran. The last few days we've been working on her one-handed turns in the slalom course, and she is ripping it, making the gates, 
going out skiing all six buoys over and over again. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, Miss Kayla, what's going to be your question today? How old were you when you were first started skiing? Okay, I was four. I don't even really remember it, although I kind of do. I skied with my uh, grandpa, and then I skied right in front of my grandmother. And then I learned to slalom when I was six. I learned to barefoot when I was eight, and it was kind of cool. I actually barefooted with two of my buddies that were brothers, and they were nine and ten, and we all did it when we were eight years old. That was kind of a unique deal, or I was eight. Then I skied my first tournament when I was ten. Great question, Kayla. So next, we even have a younger professional in the house, another future champ. His name is Jacob Buker. He's seven years old. I grew up with his dad, Brandon. They're from Syracuse, Indiana. They built a man-made lake over there called Sendin Way, and it's an awesome little place to ski. So, Mr. Jacob Buecher, our seven-year-old champ, what's your question today? What was your favorite victory? If you were at Callaway Gardens back in the day, and you got to watch the TV in the hotel, as soon as you turned the TV on, it would show what they call like a montage, I guess, of, of all the sites and events that are going on at Callaway Gardens, the butterfly exhibit, you know, whatever, the, the trapeze, whatever. So there would always be, hey, you should go check out the U.S. Masters Water Ski Tournament down in Robin Lake. And then they would show the clip of me after I won throwing the fist. And they showed it for like, 10 or 11 years in a row. So every year at the Masters, everybody would say as they saw me, hey man, you won, dude. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of funny. And then my buddy Brett Thurley would have said, uh, mate, you're going to throw your bloody shoulder out. You keep cheering like that because I would throw it so hard that, yeah, you swore it was going to dislocate. So, uh, hey, Jacob, I know you're a little bit nervous there. This is for a seven and eight-year-old, they just crushed it. This is their first podcast ever so maybe we'll have them on again later in the summer and we'll maybe go into maybe a little bit more interview style maybe mr jacob won't be quite so nervous but it's all good so hey great job champs so hey that's a wrap for ski with wade podcast number two as i mentioned we're here in farmer city illinois we want to thank our sponsor the Liquid Edge. And you guys got to come check this place out, man. You got to check out the Ski Shack, the whole lake, man. It, the, the place is really, really a special place to hang out. And let's not forget, check out skiwithwade.com for the Ski With Wade tour dates coming to a city near you. And check out the merch, water ski gear of any kind. And I guess that's about it. Thanks for listening, guys. See you in the water soon. That's a wrap this week for Ski With Wade Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to email me at wade at skiwithwade.com or direct message me on Instagram or Facebook with any questions you may have. We'll cut more rope next week. Ski With Wade.